All right, we're back for three, two, one with John Alba. Time for the final three news stories of the week. John, you ready to go? Let's do it. Time for story number three, reported by The Mirror. Uh, do you have any tattoos? No, but I'm going to be getting my first tattoo very soon. When I was in TV news, I wasn't allowed to have any, so um, I'm going to be getting my first one soon. And tell me, like, what kind of tattoo? Where are you getting it? It's going to be a song lyric, and it's going to be right here on my arm. Very cool, very cool. So obviously you have no regrets because you don't have any tattoos yet. Correct. No regrets. <laughs> I guess maybe like in a year I'll ask you if you have any regrets. Please do. So there's a woman in the UK. Her name is Sarah Jackson. And she decided that she wanted to get her late grandmother's face tattooed on her upper arm as a tribute. Her grandmother's name was uh, Thelma Jackson. She was like Sarah's mother figure. And so this is just something that she really wanted to do. Uh, Sarah Jackson ran into a problem, John. Any idea what it was? They tattooed the wrong person's face on her. People thought when it was done that it was a tattoo of Rod Stewart. Joel, do you got the picture? <laughs> Look at that. Huh. And do you by chance have the picture of the grandmother? Okay, so I... I don't see Rod Stewart, but I get where people see Rod Stewart. They mm -hmm. see it probably in the hair. Maybe put but, that one back up, Joel. Put up the one of the tattoo. But like, yeah, like, like a little, the little spike there in the top. Yeah. It's not a great tattoo. Yeah. It's not a great tattoo. I also Sarah, wouldn't get a tattoo that big. It's, I know, enormous. And I wish we had a side-by-side. -side. I guess we don't have a side-by-side -side shot. Uh, but it's okay. I'll put I'll put that up in post because it does not look like her grandmother. Sarah paid 250 pounds for that, or about 315 U.S. dollars. She's so embarrassed that she won't wear anything that reveals her upper arm or her arm at all. I guess now she's getting laser removal treatment done. She thinks she's going to need five of them at about 70 pounds a pop, or about 88 U.S. dollars. The tattoo parlor actually agreed to refund the money for the tattoo, and they're going to pay for the laser removal treatment too. As they yes. Yes. So is there a celebrity that you like so much that you're such a fan of that you would consider getting a tattoo of them in tribute? Bruce Springsteen. You would. You would consider getting a Bruce Springsteen tattoo. I've got my yellow Telecaster right here. We're, we're good. I, Bruce Springsteen. I would say Malcolm Young from ACDC, but Malcolm Young, for as much as I love him, he was kind of a dick. So I, I don't know if I'd be doing that. But uh, yeah, man, Bruce changed my life. Bruce is I, I've learned so much about life from listening to Bruce Springsteen. So if I were to get any celebrity tattooed on my body, it'd probably be Bruce fascinating and what like what would you do like have you ever seen the super hulk hogan fan and you yes. got hulk hogan yes. right straight across his back yeah i don't think i, I would do that <laughs> I, I, think, I think it would just be a small tribute i don't i don't anticipate it being a sleeve or across my back or across my neck or anything right. like that uh, maybe a tramp stamp but outside of that i don't see it being anything else a Bruce Springsteen tramp stamp. Tramps like us, we were born to run, man. <laughs> fascinating, fascinating. We might isolate this and tag him and see if uh, we get any response out of it. Maybe no, we'll get because then people free. are going to be like, "Are you going to do it?" And I'm gonna be like, no, no. So. Interesting. The things you learn doing this podcast. All right, story number two, reported by the Mirror. Have you ever had a relationship so intense? 
that it consumed your life. And it doesn't even have to be an intimate one. It could be like a, a relationship with, with yes, a job. For sure. It could be with a friend, a pet, anything. For have sure. you ever had a relationship so intense that it consumed your life? Definitely. You have. Is it anything that you want to talk about? Um, I mean, with it comes a crap ton of emotional trauma. But um, uh, no, I mean, I, I think, yeah, I, I've, I've definitely had a relationship where it was constantly on my mind for sure. Okay. Well, there's a 23-year-old woman out of Dortmund, Germany. Her name is Sarah Rodo, and her story went viral after she went public about her current relationship. What was so unique about this story that it went viral? She was in love with an inanimate object. Yes. Very good guess. She's in a relationship with an airplane. Joel, you got the picture? It is. There <laughs> she is. It is. She identifies as objectum sexual which means that she is sexually attracted to inanimate objects. Uh, she considers her Boeing 737 model aircraft to be her boyfriend. She calls him Dicky. She mm -hmm. said that she has tried relationships with men, but realized that she doesn't have romantic feelings for people. So now her sexuality is objectophilia, and she totally stands by it. Uh, here's a quote from her. She said, I would love to marry him more than anything, but it's forbidden in Germany. Wow, good guess, John Alba. What yeah. made you what made you think of that one? Well, you know, is is swearing allowed on this show? Absolutely. Whatever you want. You see, the thing is, I travel a lot, Jimmy Van, and quite frankly, if there's one thing that I get fucked by, it's airplanes. So therefore, <laughs> I figured it might have something to do with that. And that's why I guessed that. Very good guess. Have you ever known of somebody who had like a real passion for an inanimate object. Like maybe they don't want to, you know, be with it sexually necessarily, but have you ever known someone that really had a, a passion for an inanimate object? Well, you know, Jimmy, I got this good. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where to ask him, you know, what you do with that. No, um, I, I can't say that, that I know anybody that had some sort of deep, deep, intimate connection to an inanimate object. Well, that was an amazing guess. Good for you. All right, and here we go now. Time for story one of the week. Last one, reported by KOIN News 6. So there's a woman out of Oregon. Her name is Nancy Crampton Brophy, and she was recently found guilty of second-degree murder in the shooting death of her husband, Daniel Brophy, in June of 2018. Obviously, the, the spouse is always a suspect, right, in these situations. And so she was a suspect. Uh, she was arrested three months after he was found. And in her case, there was a pretty unique clue that led police to her. Any idea what that clue was? I do. I do. I, I heard this story. And if it's the one I'm thinking of, uh, she had wrote a book called uh, like how, how to murder, how to get away with murder and your husband or something of that nature. Yes. Yeah, so it was a blog that she wrote back in 2011 called how to murder your husband. Picture, you Joe, do you have a picture of the blog? Yes. Look at that. How to murder your husband by Nancy Brophy. It was posted on the CJ and published website. She included a list of motives as well as ways to kill. And guess what? Option number one on her list was guns and she shot her husband. She started the blog with this, and I don't know if you can read it there because it's a little bit small. The start of it says, as a romantic suspense writer, I spend a lot of time thinking about murder and consequently about police procedure. After all, if the murder is supposed to set me free, I certainly don't want to spend any time in jail. So this woman thought shit through, John. Yeah. You know I mean? 
she she thought, thought shit through, but she might have maybe maybe should have thought it through a little bit more because uh, she kind of you know almost left her fingerprints on the scene at that one. Uh, don't you think under the circumstances maybe she could have played it a little bit better? Like, what are your thoughts? You used to work in news. You've probably seen stuff like this before, right? Like, what are your thoughts on her writing a blog? Option number one, shoot, and then she shot. Yeah, I mean, I for one would not have murdered my significant other, so that's good to that know. Goes good to know. Saying, um, yeah, sh I mean, I, I don't know how you make it any more clear that you're a suspect by doing something like that. Like I, it's uh, unbelievable. I'm, this I, this sounds like a really poorly written television series. But I would venture to guess that most murderers are probably not very smart because you're committing murder so I, very true very I true like i feel like that probably wasn't of paramount concern to her so yeah i mean i've seen some weird and i've heard some very weird things in news and this is definitely up there but man just trying to rack my brain of, of some of the most insane things i've heard uh, i i heard one time over the police scanner came it, it sounded like a five-year-old had been backed over at a car dealership which is obviously tragic but then when when our reporter got there it turned out that an 85 year old man walked into a parked car at a car dealership so uh, it's amazing what 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 comes across scanners and you hear right. in the newsroom it's it's truly incredible Wow. Coming soon. John Alba as a researcher on knowyournews.com. Yeah. yeah. Guys got some stories. All right. Well, that'll do it for three, two, one. Once again, I want to thank John Alba for joining us. John, this was fun, man. We'll do it again. Get better. Let's do it. Thank you, man. I appreciate that.